0: This is Dan want to check with Bleeding on the Frontlines podcast. Uh, excited to be back again. I hope everybody had a good holiday season and is transitioning back into uh, real life. I know it's been kind of difficult for me just to kind of get back into working full weeks and you know getting back to the whole work mode since I had that week off. But um, really excited about today's topic. It's kind of cliche, but I'm really excited to do it. Um, this week, I want to focus on the uh, focus on positive thought. I know it, it's something that there's a million memes and a million uh, different inspirational posts and things like that. And I, there's a reason for that. And it's because I think it plays a really big role in our everyday lives and how we come across to people and how our internal kind of workings, um, you know what we, you know, it's kind of like a diet. What you feed yourself is what you are, right? And if you're um, feeding yourself a lot of negative thoughts, you're going to be, you know, inherently negative. So uh, one of the things I wanted to focus on today is the power of positivity, right? I've, uh, you know, I'm really excited about this new year. I think it's going to be really good for, for me personally, and my family, and I think, you know, it's not, I'm not trying to jump on the train of new year, new me. That's That's not what I'm doing at all, but um, I think it's nice to kind of take on the motivation of, you know, a fresh start, if you will, even though it's really not, it's just a, another day on the calendar, but I think we can all take a lot away from it. Um, so with, with, with one of the things, you know, that I've experienced in my life, everyone deals with bouts of, you know, just a negative mindset, depression, things like that. And, um, and I'm not talking about like clinical type stuff. I'm just saying like, just in general. Right. And, um, I think that. One of the things, you know, we talk a lot about at-work stuff, and one of the things I think shouldn't be kind of left aside is what you do outside of work, too. Um, You know, we talk a lot about culture building and building up teams and serving our people, all for, I mean, relatively positive things, uh, selfishly and and not selfishly, you know, things that are going to get you know, your your metrics and your grading system to your superiors are obviously gonna benefit from it and your your employees are gonna benefit from these things. Um, but I think, you know, if if when you're outside of work, if everything's just extremely negative or, or just kind of going down that you know, cynical path, eventually that's going to creep up and, and show its, its ugly face to your people. So I think it's important to, like I mentioned before, have a diet of positive influence in your life. Um, you know, outside of work, keeping negative influences kind of away or at bay. Um, you know, so with social media and, you know, even, I mean, with podcasts, audiobooks, the stuff that you're ingesting, right? The things that you're watching on Netflix, um, you know, these have subconscious, you know, effects on who we are and how we act around others. You know, it's it's no, you know, it's, it's obvious that when we're sad, we like to listen to sad music, right? Because we kind of like want to take the, you know, want to feel the emotion in a different way. You know, and I think it's a little different, but I think you know than what we're talking about here. Um, keeping negative influences out. One of the things that, that I recently did actually was, you know, if I'm going through my Instagram feed or uh, you know my Facebook feed, and I see something that's like, you know, maybe it's something that is funny or it's you know, um, you know, satire or whatever, but it really is still a negative way of looking at things. I've been trying to hide that stuff and focus on more just impactful stuff you know because i think i think it gets a positivity quote unquote right gets a bad rap to for people to think it's all like clouds and rainbows and i think there's a big difference between positivity and optimism i think those are two very different things positivity um i think is is something that like I said, it just has a stigma of people who are positive all the time are these like huge optimists and anybody who knows me knows I'm not an optimist, but I I typically, I try to be pretty positive. I'm I'm human too. So I'm fallible just like everybody else. And I'm not always that way, but um, you know, cheesy ways to do this though, I I think is finding, you know, meme pages of positivity, Uh, you know, watching kind of, uh, my wife actually mentioned to me uh, about a few months ago how I was watching old movies. And the reason I was watching those old movies is because they had kind of that like cheesy, um, kind of positive vibe. Like I was watching Mission Impossible, the first one. And uh, it's cool because you've got this guy who is on his own and he's being framed and he, you know, kind of comes a, 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 out of it as the hero. Uh, same with <clears throat> like Karate Kid. I know that's a, a really old movie. And. You know there's things that depending on where you are in in life or with your career you know one of the things one of the the uh, quotes that comes from that movie is there are no bad students only bad teachers and you know going back to um the book that i mentioned last week um which is worth defending how grace you just saved my life um you know horian says that to his first student um richard bressler um when when Richard was just not able to do the moves that Hori was trying to teach him. That's exactly what he said. And, and it's funny, too, because I didn't even realize it until recently that that quote probably came from that movie was when he said that, so depending on, on dates and time. But, you know, you can read books. Um, you know, I've been trying to, f- like, find some more positive-oriented books. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of funny that you know, some of these books, like, one that really sticks out in my head, and I was thinking about this before I started recording today, there was a book I read in grade school, it was a, a I don't know if it was an autobiography or just a biography on Lance Armstrong, um, the the bicyclist, and, um, you know, anybody who knows him or anything about him, I mean, he was like the pinnacle, he was unbeatable with uh, Tour de France's and things like that, and I remember in, you know, that he got testicular cancer and then he overcame that, and you know it's a pretty inspiring story, and it's it's funny because you know I mean? shoot 20 years later after reading this book. Um, come to find out that there was like massive scandals with him, like with blood transfusions during the races and things like that. Um, but I don't think that, and don't get me wrong, that sucks, right? Um, it, it you could allow it to take away from the person, and maybe you should, but I don't think it should take away from like the inspiration of the story. I think within today's society with mindsets, it's easy to sit there and now that this scandal has come out, you know, it's completely debased anything from that person. And I understand that, but you can still pull inspiration from this person and what they've accomplished, and and yeah, okay, he had blood transfusions, maybe that's why he won, okay, that's fine, he still beat cancer, he still was able to bike afterwards, and, um, you know, taking away these little things from those stories, I think is the point, right, um, because the, my next point to this is you need to have people who inspire you. This doesn't have to be people you know. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. It doesn't have to be like the the typical person. It could be a random book you found and like just reading it and you'd be inspired by the author or even a fictional character within a a book that they wrote. Um, And because the thing is, you know, going back to the Lance Armstrong thing, there will always be a negative story. No matter, I don't care who you are, there's going to be some type of negative story tied to them in some way. And I think it's important to look at the action that is inspiring to pull the positivity and inspiration from that. Um, you know, take that for how you will, but I think it's important. And, you know, I have a lot of people that inspire me. Um, and I think it's important to, uh, kind of talk about that as well. Um, my wife for one, she's, um, a really big inspiration for me. Um, she was always like thinking I think it's (laughs) I know it sounds dumb but like she's always thinking about stuff and to the point where if it was me I'd be exhausted so the fact that she does this and so consistently um and she does this and and it, it shows through our life transitions that I've been able to share with her um you know when we met we were you know just two single people and you know living life and it was great and then you know, we end up moving across the country and we got married and, you know, then we move back and then we get by a house and we have kids. I mean, and through all of this to see how she handled each one of those life transitions with trying to be as knowledgeable about it as she could be. Um, and, and just trying to put her best foot forward on it was pretty inspiring. Um, she, Put in the work, and she did the research, and that's really inspiring to me. And I think it should be inspiring to anyone. Another person for me is uh, Steven Rinella. He he's on the show Meat Eater. Um, he's a, a hunter and a, and a uh, author. I've read all of his books, um, and to see him make his passion his job is is really inspiring too. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Leadership is a passion of mine, and i want to be able to share that and reading some of his early books it's really cool because you're you're reading from a past steven right you're you're reading from a person who is either in it or who just left those stories and it's pretty inspiring to see that to where he is now um And, you know, and again, to kind of tie it back to what I was talking about with negativity, you know, a lot of people are saying that he's, he's quote unquote selling out now, or he's too big and and things like that. And like the show's lost some of its, you know, grandeur or whatever it might be. That doesn't take away from the person who wrote those first books, right? Um, It's still inspiring to see you know, to watch season one of his show to, to now. And yeah, there's been a lot of changes and if there's no change, there's no growth. And I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. And for me, that's, that's pretty inspiring to see someone take his passion and, and, you know, do what he's doing. Um, I don't think I could talk on this podcast without mentioning, uh, Gary V or Gary Vanderchuck, um, his whole story. I mean, he started. He was with wine in the wine business with his family, um, and they became very successful. But for for me, it's his total. He really changed the paradigm on leadership uh, as a whole. If you're listening to this podcast, I highly, highly recommend jumping on his Instagram or his LinkedIn profile. He posts some of the most inspiring and positive stuff that I've ever seen, and I really, really enjoy listening to him. Um, you know, I've I've listened to his podcast. It's it's good. It's just really not my style. I really like listening to his his speeches that he gives and when he does one on ones with people and interviews and stuff like that. He just really changed the game and he's been a huge influence on on my leadership style. Um, and one other one is is Evan Centopani. He's a uh, professional bodybuilder. Um, I was a bodybuilder for for four years, uh, competing in, in bodybuilding shows and things like that. Um, I know it doesn't look like it now if you're watching on YouTube, that was many years ago, but one of the things at the time, right, and, and I still think about to this day, is the discipline involved, right? He's such a disciplined person, and, and not so much like your immediate thought typically is like, oh, he goes to the gym every day. Yeah, that, that does take a lot of discipline, but from a nutritional standpoint, the research that he puts into the the how nutrients work, how dieting impacts you you know a lot of bodybuilders just eat fish and rice eight times a day and um you know very low greens and stuff like that and he really in a lot of his videos um, on instagram and youtube and things you know he really dives deep into nutrition and and recipes and it's kind of neat to see that and the cool thing about it too is, is he's so family oriented as well uh, he's got kids and a wife and and he always kind of keeps you always know it, right? Even as, you know, in in the fitness world, right, as a bodybuilder, he's, he's a celebrity, right? And um, to see him hold his family up so high I think is really cool. And they're always around, right? He doesn't, like, showcase them, but they're always around, and you can tell it's it's important to him. And that means a lot to me because my family is extremely important to me as well. So, um, you know, one other one other one is is Gracie. and gracie he came here um alone and to with the ultimate goal of just giving jiu jitsu to the world which i thought was really neat he started from nothing here in brazil he was well to do and he decided to come to america with nothing um and he completely changed the world of of martial arts and started the ufc so it's pretty cool i mean to to read those people's stories and hear about what they can offer to the world and if you listen to like Hori and gracie's story you know there's some periods of time where he just wasn't a good person um but love him or hate him he still did great great things for a lot of people um there's there's people who today you know who are practicing a martial art where if it wasn't for him they wouldn't even know about it so it's kind of one of those things where You can easily discount the person or discount the inspiration or positivity you can get from that person. Um, But it doesn't change the facts of what they did to even create this positive or inspirational uh, tone about whatever they've done. So I think, you know, by doing, to kind of play off of that, I think it's important to, when you're looking at these people who, who inspire you, um, sadly, you know, a lot of people are gonna be like, yeah, but did you hear X, Y, and Z happened when, you know, they were overseas or whatever? It's like, great. That's not the point, right? We're supposed to find these things that we find inspiring and we should try to emulate those in our daily lives. Uh, you know, just like Evan Centopani, right? He, he's a professional bodybuilder. He f- builds these, you know, does a lot of videos and stuff on nutrition. But my takeaway is that, amongst all of that he's a family oriented person. I want to be a family oriented person and kind of like I mentioned last week focus on what we want, not what we don't want, right? So if one of your people who are inspirational created something and or, you know, just through certain actions or in a period of time in their life, they were it was a really inspirational thing to you, emulate that. If they ended up having an affair with their wife, don't do that, right? Um, it doesn't mean you can't take a, the good away. Um, and if that's what you want to emulate, if that's the type of person you want to be, then strive to be that person and you will ultimately bring yourself up. Um, so that's kind of my, my, my rant this week is, is focus on the power of positivity in your own life, Right. If our diet is, you know, I'll say dark humor, or uh, if it's just like reading the news from just strictly a negative context, um, if you're if you find yourself in conversations or just noticing when you're when you're thinking about things, going down a path of, you know, yes, but, right, this person does X, and because of that, they're a bad person, like. Okay I mean it's okay to not be naive to those things but if that's your focus then you're focusing on the wrong thing and I think we could uh, make some positive changes in our own life I think it'll really help our own mental states I think it'll it'll make us more positive people and like I said at the beginning of, of today's episode, you know, this is going to bleed over into all the other stuff that we've talked about, right? It's going to bleed over in how you're trying to build a culture with your team. It's going to bleed over when you're trying to have a one-on-one with an employee who maybe, maybe you don't like them um, or maybe you're just really upset with their performance by ingesting more positive content it's going to allow you to think in a way that's going to help positively impact other people. And I think right now i think it's more important than than ever so that's all i got for this week on leading on the front lines again uh subscribe rate review would really really appreciate it um and check me out on instagram and youtube leading on the front lines or x formerly known as twitter leading the front my name is dan hornacek and i'll be back next week with another episode of leading on the front lines take care